You're listening to the Light Forge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts, ADWCTA and Murps. Welcome to the Light Forge Podcast. This is Adam. This is Murps. Hello. I'm here. Oh God. Congratulations to Murps, a new daddy. I see myself on the stream right now. I look terrible. Oh yeah, man, yeah, I yeah. Look, you, you do not look good right now. I look now. bad. Uh, but I'm sure you look worse a week ago and even worse two weeks ago. Maybe. I don't know. There's there's some there's definitely some like caked milk stains on my shirt right here. Oh god, you can see it. Oh yeah. yeah. This is great. Alright, so I have milk I, stains. I have some coffee on uh on my table. It is sustaining me right now. I have a lot of coffee these days, but we're going to power through. I have not played a single arena run, by the way. I've not played a single arena run. Uh, it's probably for the best, uh, mm-hmm. as we will talk about. But arena is in an interesting spot ever since uh, the expansion released. It seems very long. Well, first of all, my sense of time is very different from everybody else's uh, sense of time. But I know a lot of people have expressed tons of frustration with the current meta and we should just dive right into it because march of the lich king is live we have uh the new death knight class and everything merps you you know i had to turn your volume up by about 20 percent because you sound so beat and tired i'm very actually lowering your volume tired although it might be my mic i don't know i can't tell anymore I, i i really can't tell so look March of the Lich King is out, new class is out, and we're just going to talk about the new class because that is literally the only thing that matters. Uh, We are at a point in which, if you have played, you know what I'm talking about, but we can just set the table right now with a simple HS Replay stat, okay? Mm -hmm. Simple HS Replay stat. You go to hsreplay.net, you click on win rates for the arena, Number one is Death Knight at 62.1%. Remember... It's very low. It used to be 64 point something. It used to be 64, right. Um, Also, guys, remember, this includes Death Knights facing Death Knights. One has to lose. (laughs) The reason that it got lower, I believe, is because more and more people... I think they're just, like, retiring to get Death Knights. Yes. Uh, it's definitely happening. They're just retiring decks to get Death Knights. So there's more Death Knight v. Death Knight matchups, which necessarily lowers the win rate <laughs> uh, from 64%, you know, pulling it, trying to pull it somewhat back down to 50 But then the, uh, the, the innocent and, and helpless, like, shaman or priest uh, is out there trying to dodge these Death Knights, and they'll, they'll match up against it, and they will just lose. So look, 62.1% death knight win rate paladin is sitting at 51.8 percent and it is the last class to be over 50 percent by a significant margin then we have not even close not even close not even close there is a delta of more than six percent from paladin to demon hunter which is sitting at 45.4 percent and then we have warrior sitting at the bottom also, this is not one of those metas in which it's like, oh, Warrior is like 6% away from the next one. No, no, no. You could basically lump Shaman, Hunter, Druid, and Warrior at the absolute shit tier. Warrior is sitting at 34.3%. Shaman is at 37%. Anything below 40% is abysmally 
low. Like, it is not worth your time to play. Yes. Um, you will not have fun. It's not worth it. You clawing three wins instead of, like, settling for one... I, I don't know. In no definition, even by adultist standards, like, yes. that is not fun. Like that I don't is, play... I don't play yeah. any class that is below, like, I think 44% win rate. I just... I don't play them. You see me on stream. I avoid those classes. I'll play all classes yeah. that, you know, that Twitch chat wants me to play, but not those, because those are not classes. They are... They are, they are not in this game. They are not They are not, not in the arena. Nope. They are not classes at all. So... Uh, this is where we are at. If you are playing the arena and you do not get Death Knight, I am sorry. You can try to salvage it. Well, first of all, if you get Paladin, you're you're yeah, good. That's okay. You're good. Paladin has strong cards, which we can talk about a little bit later. But uh, if you get Death Knight, great. You are it, it, you're just playing the meta. It's not like oh you lucked out. You're just playing the meta. You get Death Knight, you, you play the meta. You get Paladin, you're still playing the meta. Like you're you're in mm -hmm. the game, right? You get something else, you're not in the game. You're not playing the same yeah. game as anybody else. So two out of eleven classes, congrats, you are in the game. You're not ahead. You're just playing what everybody else is playing. Like right now, yeah. We're basically in, and this is because I've been playing a lot of Diablo Immortal uh, PvP. But we're basically in a pay-to-win game where they don't let you pay to win. Instead, whoever happens to get Death Knight just wins, unless you're facing another Death Knight. And Paladin is like that medium option that comes in now and then and goes, ah, I will lose to Death Knights only three times out of four. Um, and uh, everybody else is like a free-to-play player in a, a very pay-to-win mobile game in which Death Knight is the person that drops like, I don't know, 100k into the game. You just can't compete. You know, um, it's not a matter of skill. You got to have like such insane luck to be able to get even close to there. So that's that's where Hearthstone is right now in the arena. And I draw this comparison to uh, uh, the pay to win this because in a game like Diablo Immortal that or any like good pay to win game, I guess, um, you know, or any decent, I, don't, I wouldn't even say good. Um, you don't have direct matchups or if you do, they don't matter because the games realize it's really pointless to put someone with, like, twice as much damage and health against someone with, with, you know, half as much damage and health when there's not a lot of other things going on. So they don't do that. They'll do weird things that make a team-based play, make objectives games play, make supporting be actually useful. They'll do a lot of things, right? Where they'll find some uses for uh, people with lower stats. That doesn't exist in a 1v1 game like Hearthstone. So Arena right now is just non-functional outside of Death Knight, and kind of Paladin. Um, there's no need to sugarcoat it. Now, getting to the good part of this. The good, the good part. part The good part of this is that if you do roll a Death Knight, one, you won't face a lot of non-Death Knights. So you won't feel like you're beating up on free-to-play players too much. You will quickly beat them if they ever pop up. But most of your games will be against other Death Knights and the occasional Paladin. So you'll feel pretty good about that. And two, Death Knight v. Death Knight games are pretty damn fun. There is... There's, the, okay, there's a significant newness factor to it. And it's pretty cool because of the runes. Now, if you ask some of these people who have streamed a lot of it, uh, especially... Uh, man children streamers of which i will not name 
a lot of them are very tired of it by now because of all of the things that you have said. So it, it, because it's a uh, it's one class against one class, and that's the entirety of the arena. Yes. Uh, so I will say <laughs> that yes, it is fun for some. No, it is definitely not fun for others. But luckily, if you have not spammed arena. It is pretty... Oh, okay, this is a caveat. If you don't get Death Knight like five times in a row, it's going to be super triggering and tilting because you will have essentially wasted... I mean, you would just lose a lot of gold, but you don't have to play any of those yeah, unless but, you're me. Uh, okay, you don't care about gold. A lot of people do care about gold, right? Yeah. Like, wasting, let's say, like 900 gold is not... You know, not wasting, but effectively getting mm -hmm. super, you know, like low EV on those runs, right? Uh, I think a lot of people will be unhappy. So... A little or big asterisk next to Adulta's statement. It is fun if you haven't played a lot and you get Death Knight. Very fun at the beginning because you get to play with all this stuff. You get to think about the rune system, which is cool. You get to use this new corpse mechanic. And by use, I mean super abuse it with some, mm -hmm. some totally busted cards. Um, and it's fun. It's really the one time... It's the closest we have gotten in arena to some sort of constructed level. Like I, like yes. you know, I play my bomb, you play your bomb. I do my thing, you do your like mm -hmm. you know this whole thing where you look at constructed and they're like, okay, well that was an amazing turn. Wait, they're following up with that turn, and I, I I know that constructed people are used to this by now. It's like okay, they're used to that sort of power level. And I'm not saying we're we're at that level yet. But we in arena we have not seen this level of like just just Godzilla Mothra like fight against each other uh, that we see now. So that could be fun for you. That could be fun. I will say it. But, could but be it's fun. also it's not just that the power levels are higher that the swings are high. You know I hate both of those things. But what it is is you get to actually build a deck. It gets the mostly like synergy picks are working now. It's just called the rune system. They just change synergy picks into the rune system, and it works wonderfully in the draft. And then in the game, you get to play with your very well-synergized deck and do the things that Murphs is talking about. Uh, and your opponent gets to do the same thing, because they're also a Death Knight, clearly. Um, because, you know, you're, you're not 0-2 with your Death Knight run, unlike someone, me. We salvaged that run to nine. Um, but but my, my, my point is, uh, if you're just Death Knighting against Death Knight... You're playing an arena that is powerful, but synergized and feeling good, assuming there were more classes than Death Knight, right? Like, assuming that you're not just playing one class against one class. Like, imagine if you always had to play Paladin against Paladin. You would get bored pretty fast, right? Even if they made Paladin amazing, you would get bored of Paladin be Paladin pretty fast. So that's what's happening right now if you don't play, uh, you know, if you're like spamming arenas. You're, you're maybe getting a little sick of Death Knight v. Death Knight. But it doesn't change the fact that Death Knight is an excellently crafted class with no seriously overpowered non-legendary cards. I'm going to put that statement out there. Zero seriously overpowered in a way that, you know, we nothing to, to Cavern's level um, problematic cards in Death Knight. Now... It seems like they have all the problematic cards because of the synergy picks. You have one class that not only has no old cards to dilute their picks, so their picks of strong cards versus... Uh, so when you get offered, your class cards of strong cards versus weak cards is like four times what every other class is. 
then, on top of that, all of your cards synergize at a higher frequency than other people's because they're basically on one set, right? One big package set for Constructed. And on top of that, there's not the dilution. Like, if you want to think mathematically about how dilution works, it's, it, it, it's not, like, linear. Um, if you diluted the Death Knight pool with 10% more shitty cards that you'll never pick, Death Knight does not get 10% less powerful. The synergies for Death Knight gets like 30% less powerful. That's how synergies work. So when you have not only no weak cards, but on top of that, an actual synergy system, an actual synergy pick system via runes built into the draft process, you have these insane decks. So again, individual cards for Death Knight. Like, I, the people are looking at it and it's like, oh, how do we nerf Death Knight cards or offering rates or whatever? It's like, yeah, you can nerf offering rates a little bit and then it'll have a pretty big effect. Um, but I just want to kind of get it out there that Death Knight cards are not OP. None of the Death Knight cards that are not legendary are OP. So here's, I think, what you mean by it. And I, because I already see the... <laughs> the comments in, in in chat the power of death knight a lot of it comes from and look i haven't played any but i have watched way too many streams and i like exposing my child to dread this stream because i believe that babies need to interact with other babies and it's you know quarantine so that's the best way i can do it but by watching dread's stream like he made a comment that uh he's like he's like you know which card i hate the most he's like plague strike and it's plague strike if you don't know it is a uh, single green i'm using your color system okay i'm not doing mm -hmm. that uh two mana uh for a common shadow spell deal three damage to a minion if that kills it summon a two two zombie with rush and he was just saying he's like it's not the most powerful card but it's very emblematic of sort of what uh death knights do which is they always remove you, number one. You should never ask. It's like, oh, can this Death Knight remove? Yes, the answer is yes. The Death Knight can always remove you. Always. Like, 100%. Um, and then they can always do it in an efficient manner that gives them more stuff and allows them to cheat, you know, quote, cheat mana um, in a way that you, as another class, cannot always so it's a hundred percent that so it's like but that's not a death knight thing if you look at the standard meta every class can do that it's only a death knight thing because death knight is playing a standard meta right now while everybody else is in yes, a crappy wild meta. yeah yeah it's they can always do it consistently right like they always yes. have the removal they and always so have can every other class if you limited their sets to what death knight had, had. if you this limited, is not a death right. knight card problem this is a rotation problem so if you took sure. everyone else and you didn't give them the three the three X crappy cards and you just gave them the standard set cards, they would be heavily anti-diluted and they would have because it's not like they don't have these cards. All, all the classes have these cards. They just don't get offered them because they have like one of them and Death Knight has like four of them. But if they had the same number of cards from the standard meta in the pool, then they would all have four of them. And then they would all have the same numbers and then you wouldn't have this problem. So, it's true that Death Knights do get to do this in this meta and other classes don't, but I don't think that's a problem with the design of Death Knight, even in the arena. That's just kind of looking at the, um, the symptom that we can tell that there's something wrong with it. 
But what's wrong with it is not that Death Knights can do this. What's wrong with it is that other classes can't. And we know exactly why other classes can't. Because they actually can normally. Yeah. They're just being given crappy sets while Death Knight is being given the normal set. Oh yeah, it's all relative, right? Like this is... Uh, Death Knights have that consistency. They can always clear you. They can always have... Um, also, they just have a lot of... Um, and I understand. It depends on the runes. But they also have a lot of ways to like gain life right um so it's just really annoying uh if you think that it's like oh maybe i can rush down a death knight you can't <laughs> you yeah you can't you can't uh you can you play value against a death knight probably not <laughs> no, <laughs> no you, you can't. can't so you can't do anything against no, you, you can't do anything against them. like that's why they have a 60 whatever percent win rate yes um, if there was a way to exploit it like you people would exploit it but there's mm. not really ways to exploit them turn after turn consistently getting more value out of their cards um and making bigger swings and protecting their their life total just better than you like it's, yeah. it's just a complete domination like you guys know we love to give this take every single time there's an overpowered class if there is a way around it we'll tell you that way around it and we oftentimes think the second or third highest win rate class is actually the most powerful class currently in the current meta we, we do that a lot because you're looking at the win rates of like four and a half win players. That's not the correct win rate. The correct win rate is always different than that. But but in this case, 62% and like 52%, that is not a, oh, there's some secret sauce that people haven't caught on to yet. No, Death Knight crushes everything, including Paladin the vast majority of times, and absolutely decimates everybody else. There's no competition. Um, yeah. yeah, just looking at a, like, so so we're in this we're in this meta, right? And you look at how do you solve this meta? Well, the easiest way is to go standard, right? Easy, easy, super easy. And I think Matt London already announced that the next uh, rotation is going to be standard, but that's not happening for two months. So what are you doing in this period? How do you actually solve the problem? Um, I think I'm solving it pretty well. Yeah, I mean, okay, besides not playing the game, uh, which, I mean, I canceled a stream that I was, I, I wanted to do a bonus stream on uh, on Wednesday night too, and then on Tuesday night, which is opening night, I played, and I was like, nope, this is, I'm not doing it, and then on Friday night when I played my normal stream, I actually got Death Knight for both of my runs, um, and it was, it was fun and interesting, uh, I didn't do so well with it, uh, but um, it, it still, if I didn't get Death Knight, it would have been a, it's like a very boring night. Of, uh, of trying to... Eh, okay, you know what? I'm going to amend that statement again. If you are not playing Death Knight, you will actually have a not terrible meta. I don't think it's a good meta, but it's not actually a terrible meta if you're facing other non-Death Knight and Paladin classes. Uh, because oh, yeah. I, I have just, played... Just dodge Death yeah, Knights and Paladins. I'm not, I'm not saying you're ever going to get oh. to 12 or 9 or 6 wins. <laughs> wow. Um... But 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 if you play a regular class, just the meta is not fundamentally broken that way, right? The meta is just broken for death knights. So uh, what, what, what I'm getting at is, if you're trying to fix the problem of death knights, you could bring the death knights down to everybody else, or you could bring everybody or, and paladins, or you could bring everybody else up to death knights, right? Those are the your kind of two options. There's no way to bring Death Knights down without totally killing Death Knights to, to 35% win rate. That's too big. You can only bring Death Knights down a little. 
So you can bring Death Knights down, like I said before. If you reduce their uh, their uh, class cards by 10%, you're reducing their effectiveness by like 20% or 30% or whatever. Um, so you don't have to move Death Knights down too much to get a pretty big effect. But what you don't want to do, what you absolutely don't want to do, and I keep hearing this from people, uh, and I'm scared that, I don't know, maybe Matt London's team is going to do this for the, for the balancing, is you do not want to bring the other classes up to Death Knight level. Now wait, you say. I looked at, didn't you just say in the standard mode every class is like Death Knight and that's why Death Knight is actually not problematic, really? So then why wouldn't we bring every class up to Death Knight? Well, because we're not in a standard meta. We are in a old meta with only one, well, technically two standard sets, but like power-wise, only one real like current modern uh, set. Uh, in, in the rotation, which means that the only way to bring the bad classes up to Death Knight standards, if you're sitting there being like, Death Knight is fun, everyone should do what Death Knight does, don't don't nerf, just buff. Again, you, you know, if you listen to this podcast right now, you know we hate that line. Don't nerf, buff. That is like just the most brain-dead statement. Like, nerf and buff, right? If you just buffed, or even if you majority buffed, instead of nerfing, what you'll end up with is the one or two actual good cards in each of these class in this rotation being offered like eight times in every draft. You will have to do that to get its win rate up to where Death Knight is. You will have to. The algorithm will tell you that, whatever they're using to do this, or it gets trial and error. That's what, that's what the end result is going to be. And that is going to create the same exact deck for every single class that is not Death Knight and Death Knight has at least three decks, probably like, you know, six decks, uh, and, and, and Paladin. Um, so that's just not, like, I hope they don't do that. Because if they do that, you're going to complain a lot more. A lot more. Like, you're going to turn the good part, right? What I keep saying is the good part about the current meta is if you select Death Knight, uh, and you're good at the game, you get offered Death Knight, and you go and face other Death Knights, it, it, it's decent. Like, it's, it's pretty good, actually. You know, if you're not, like, spamming it. Um, you're going to get rid of that if you buff out all the other classes. Because then, not everyone will play Death Knight anymore. There'll be a more variety of classes. And they'll all be the same with their worst, most ridiculously triggering cards. Because these other classes are not designed well like Death Knight. Because they only have one set. Which means they only have two really good cards. And those cards are going to super dominate everything to match Death Knight. And that is a terrible, unfun game. And you will meet these other classes quite frequently. Because Death Knight, remember, is only offered in... I don't know what the exact percentage is. Um, but it's like 30%, 25%. Some, some low percentage of your actual runs will, will end with Death Knight. Um, whereas these other classes, if they become viable, people will stop retiring to get Death Knight. They'll just play these decks out. And then you'll end up facing, in a run, not like hit a Death Knight wall and then have to play Death Knight v. Death Knight. But instead, you'll play whatever deck you play, and then every single match past, like, I don't know, three wins will be the most awful game of the most awful cards and everything you hate about Hearthstone. And there will be almost no skill involved for any of the classes, except for Death Knight. Like, that's not what you want. So, you're in this problematic part where I don't think they can fix it. Like, honestly, I don't think there's anything the dev team can do while keeping this rotation to balance Death Knight at 62% and 
with Warrior at 34% without either totally killing Death Knight, which they won't do, because Death Knight is fun. And the last thing you want to do is to take the one fun thing and the centerpiece of this whole entire freaking like expansion and get rid of it. So if you don't do that, you would the only other way to bring the numbers together is to raise the bottom classes, and that will result in the most awful meta. So they have no ability to actually solve the problem. Fantastic. Like that's where we're at. Great. So what do you think is going to happen? Like in the next few weeks, next few months, like what is your prediction of like the roadmap? Like I think what's going to happen is they're just going to fail to battle. They're going to quote unquote try to balance the arena. While I think internally they know that they are not balancing the arena. And they're going to quote unquote try every two weeks and um, just kind of let the meta exist where it is. None of the other classes will be playable. And Death Knight will be nerfed maybe 10%, maybe 15%. And it will align roughly in power level at that point with uh, with Paladin. Maybe still be a little bit better than Paladin. And every other class will still be unplayable. That's, that's my prediction. Great. That sounds fantastic. So, yeah. Uh, if you guys are... Thinking of playing some arena for a skill or whatever, or just having a good time and not retiring runs, I just don't think that that's a possibility for the next two months, um, sadly. But on the bright side, if you just want to like get some Death Knight like games in, and you're cool with retiring, so it, it, instead of the actual win rate leaderboard through thirty runs, they could literally replace it with who high like don't even give the average because that's assumed just say this person got 22 out of 30 death knights and therefore they win all these people got 22 so they tie this person got 21 so they're you know one one spot below and that should just be it it should just be the frequency of demon hunter in 30 consecutive runs average I think something that they can do, and this is really out there, I don't think they're actually going to do it, and I also don't think that they have the technical ability to do it, but they should really just get rid of all the other classes in Arena. And just have, like, an event that's, like, Death Knight. Yes. No, 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 like, okay, you you said there was nothing they could do. Uh, Honestly, and this is not a joke, because some people might be like, oh, this is a joke. No. this This is the way, honestly, like... Matt, if you're listening to this, <laughs> this doesn't have to be a permanent thing. But, like, look, yeah. for the next, I don't know, few weeks, does anybody really mind? Because this is just what it is right now. Like, th- th- this is the reality that we're in. Take away the RNG. Just do only Death Knight Arena. And, mm-hmm. and the only sort of limited format, whatever, is the cards that you draft, right? Yeah. So you still have the rotation, but it's just Death Knight. Yeah. Perfect. And then... Idea. Great idea. I don't know, maybe in early January do the change of rotation rather than the typical wait two months to change the rotation. Like, normally the rotation changes every two months, but that's not like a law. They can change the rotation whenever the hell they want. And this is emergency mode here. Like, Arena does not exist without you changing the rotation. So, ideally, what I would do, given the tools that they have is uh just make like i don't know if it's possible i honestly don't maybe the best they can do is make sure death knight appears in every selection choice and then just screw over the people who don't know and pick another class (laughs) 
because I don't think they could just make it be like Death Knight, Death Knight, Death Knight, or just like one Death Knight oh, choice God. and the other two are not choices. Oh, that feels like a coding thing. Well, that they that's can't do. that's even worse when you see. It's like, I don't know. Um, you know, like okay, you queue up and then you see at zero wins, their username is like Fred loves cake. And you're just like, oh, Fred, you might love cake, but you know nothing about Arena. I'm so sorry. It's like you you made this choice for yourself, right? And it wasn't really a choice. Like, I don't – I'm assuming you want to win, Fred, but, like, I, I, I hope you have some good cake because you are about to get, like, completely stomped. And they're going to be so mad because they're just going to get absolutely crushed. Like, it'll it, – that choice actually increases the delta of – death knights being good versus everything else being bad right because the bad players or the people who just don't care and yolo right mm. they will pick everything else and the people who care even the slightest bit yeah. will pick death knights uh and yeah. even the people who don't care will probably pick death knights the new class it's the cooler class like if all else being the same you would just kind of pick death knight until you like played it enough that you got bored of it so, so the people who are purposefully picking away from death knight when you have Death Knight as an option, like, I don't know who these people would be, but but they, they're going to lose. And maybe that's okay, right? Maybe we're just like, alright, you know, they'll learn. Yeah. Look, um, I love that idea, first of all. Like, you, you mentioned that idea uh, of just take away all the other classes for now, because that's effectively what it is, and just mm -hmm. do Death Knight versus Death Knight Arena. So good. It solves so many problems, actually. Yeah. I love it. Please, Matt Lennon. Well, because the other things, you can't solve the problem otherwise. The yes. normal tools don't work uh, for this particular situation. And, uh, I mean, okay. So, on one hand, this was all entirely predictable, by the way. Like, this was... Uh, on the other hand, um, I know other people did not miss it, but we definitely missed it. Like, we were not predicting Death Knight at over 60% win rate. And... Yeah, Looking I, I, I it, didn't we, think we this would happen. I, I yeah. didn't think this would happen. Like, did I think Death Knight was going to be very powerful at the start? Yes. This is unacceptably broken powerful. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't think this would happen. And if you guys thought it was going to be this level of bad, congrats. I, I, I don't know how many people predicted it would be this bad. Um, uh, there were there were some some of the streamers were, were predicting it was going to be this level of bad. Like, historically bad. And, and I so not I, you know, just like historically bad as in like we've never seen something like this this terrible like yeah this is that's, yeah. that's what historically bad means well that I, <laughs> well, historically bad isn't like we can still compare it to something in history right like not like all time like I, I, I isn't historically different than all time like or the most like ever uh, I thought they were the same. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm terrible with words, but uh, I, I didn't always use and interpreted historically as in all time. Like in all of history, right? Historically. Like this has never happened before. Um, but anyway, regardless of how that word is used, I think we all agree that this is the worst that it has ever been. Statistic, mathematically, like data-wise, right? This is literally the... Uh, the highest win rate uh, of of any class for any duration. I don't even think like the really bad ones we had for like a few days or a week were, were as bad as sixty four percent. Maybe they got to sixty two. But this is kind of the, the the evening out point, right? Like you said, it's just Death Knights versus facing Death Knights, and so Death Knight has to lose. 
Yes. That's how you're getting this win rate. Um, at this point, people are actively retiring their decks if they don't get Death Knight, and for good reason. I, I mean, like, if you're not going to have fun, uh, why salvage that two-win run anyways, right? Yeah. Like, what's, what's, what's the point? I, I understand. The, the yeah. difference between your rewards at two wins versus zero wins, like, is that worth <laughs> the, the headache uh, and the frustration? Mm -hmm. Probably not. So, and, yeah. and, and again, I, I see the comments in chat about how good Death Knight is and why. Death Knight is not that good. I really need to, I want to drill this into everybody's, everybody's collective consciousness about this. Because this is talked about so much. So many people right now are like, look how good Death Knight is. Death Knight, with current set cards, is better than the other classes. It is significantly with, yes. with, with this wild out. rotation. Yes. Like, that is the comparison. Death Knight, in this, like, let's say this year's all the Death Knight cards that were released this year, versus all of the Warrior cards that have been released this year, is not that big of a difference. I don't know if Death Knight is better, probably, but it's not that much better. Yes. It's, uh, it's like a few percentage points better. This problem that exists has been made significantly worse by them bringing back really, really bad cards for other classes while Death Knight gets all of these basically new, shiny... Or a much higher portion of their cards are new, shiny, end of 2022 cards... And other classes, if you just look, you know, pick by pick, right, the average quality, mm -hmm. uh, you, you get some real dumpster tier cards with the other classes much more frequently. Yep. And look, it's, so, when Advocate says, like, DK is not as strong, it's, it's, they are helped out, and unfortunately the meta is significantly hurt by the rotation right now. So if yeah. you had, I'm a talking about rotation, fundamentally. Yeah, fundamentally. Like with the cards, right? Like I'm basically saying, no DK cards need to be nerfed. Yeah. And that is a statement that I think a lot of people disagree with, and I think they're wrong. I think Death Knight is fine where it is. The problem is the structure. The structural elements are the entirety of the problem. Like, can you nerf Death Knight cards and it's okay? Yeah, of course. Like, yes, you can I, nerf a few I, cards. So, yeah, if the question is, can you balance out Death Knights without actually nerfing the cards? Yeah, you can. Like, you, 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 you are able to do that just through uh, the the rotation and meta considerations. It's just too punishing whenever um, other classes are playing like three mana three threes that have no yeah. special effects right um it's it's and just death knight is bad. playing a three mana three three taunt with another three three coming out when it dies or a three <laughs> mana three four that draws a card when undead dies which means and all your cards it, are undead yeah which, and your hero power and your hero power which means it's effectively a three mana three four that draws like two cards at at least on average so and yeah. and, and that card is not even an a tier card Yes, and it's it, right. There's a difference between on paper, sort of like how good a card is objectively, versus how good a class is in a meta, right? So that yeah. that is your point. But I think people will catch on yeah. with the fact that it's like they're like, oh, Adokta is saying it sucks. Um, it it's just like, yeah. There's not like a single kind of like it's like oh, these five cards have to be nerfed. The balance no. is possible. You just can't give other classes uh, these these old cards. Yeah, like the top Death Knight cards are not really that bad compared to the top cards of the other classes that have been released this year. 
Yeah. Um, and that's what we're saying. Or even last year. Um, uh, some of the, like, the top ones. So there's no actual power creep or systemic issue with, with Death Knight. Now, let me put asterisks on that in that the drafting format with the runes does make it more synergistic. And we'll see what the, like, how big that, kind of, that problem becomes uh, when we have a better meta. Because right now, you really can't tell. Like, Death Knight is just so powerful in all ways, it is really hard to break down what percentage of it is due to what power. Um, okay. I'm going to wrap this up on the overall meta of Death Knight. It's kind of pointless to talk about the overall meta because it's just it's Death Knight There's versus no, Death Knight. We are talking like, about no Death Knights, one. so therefore we are talking about the meta. Yeah, exactly. Yes. There we go. Yeah, so we have already covered the entirety of the meta. Yeah. Um, looking at individual cards, I know everybody uh, loves the whole, like, what did you guys get wrong in the previous, uh, uh, you know, in the card preview. And this time around... All the cards we said were top cards were top cards. That, that's been fine. But we did miss some that are actually performing way better. And I think that means they actually are way better. This isn't like... A, I'm, I'm taking out the ones that, you know, they're performing better, but there's a reason for them. So, like, if you look at the win rates, I think the third best neutral card is Arms Dealer. Um, that's because Death Knights pick Arm Dealer more. Because Arms Dealer is way better for a Death Knight than any other class. Because, you know, Undead. Um... And Death Knights win way more than all the other classes. So Arms Dealer looks like it is an insanely good card. And it is not. <laughs> it's just the Death Knight win rate pulling it up. And the disproportionate drafting of this card by Death Knight players. Which is all correct. Like, if you told me Death Knight's win rate was going to be 62%, I would say, okay, so Arms Dealer and Bone Flinger are going to be some of the top cards in the meta. Uh, like, by win rate. By strict win rate. Across all classes, even. And that's what's happening. But some cards that we rated, I think a C or a C plus, I forget. Um, they're like I think these cards are legit B or B plus. Um, and the two neutral ones that I want to bring up is one, Coroner. Coroner is the one that uh, I think if you play it on turn four or something or after, it silences at first, but then it normally is a two mana two two freeze. So that didn't look particularly powerful. To, uh, to, to, to me when we were doing it. We still gave it a C or a C plus. I, I really should find out exactly what we gave it as we're talking about it. Um, but we weren't, like, I don't think it was ever close to, like, a B plus. And it's performing like a, like a B plus, basically. Maybe a B. Like a high B or a B plus. And I think that's right. Yeah, we gave it a C. We didn't even give it a C plus. And that's because the silence... Like, maybe it's partly the meta with all the unde uh, the Death Rattles and the Reborns and whatever, but the silence is huge. Um, and you can silence... So, so uh, oh, sorry. I will let you finish first. Okay, so the silence is huge. And uh, you can just use it as a silence and just treat the freeze as a total, like, side benefit. And it's a 2-mana two 2-2 two -two silence that you can't play until turn 4 or above. And that is much better in, in this meta, maybe in all metas, uh, than, than what we have been giving it. Um, you know why it's so good? It's because it is good against a lot of the Death Knight cards, amazing against Paladins. Ah, yes. okay. Like, it is really, really it is good against Paladins. against Paladins. Because Paladins play... 
here's the thing. Paladins play exactly the way that you expect Paladins to play. They just do it better now. And then, of course, they have this stupid one-mana discover <laughs> a dragon. Like, that thing Paladins shouldn't do, right? But everything right. else, sort of like, so like Seal of Blood and everything, it's just them doing Paladin things. Mm-hmm. So you having Silence, it's like, okay, Silence has always been good against Paladins. Whenever they play their annoying Paladin buff ways, they just have more ways to do it right now. Um, so silence is good, and then of course it still is good against uh, DKs. But DKs have like, it's not like DKs just have like consolidate into one minion, right? They're like every one of their minions has a death rattle, or they'll yeah. like you know. This is just very weird. playable. It's very and it'll playable. It'll just it's get value playable. whenever. It will always get value. So silence, the problem is like, well, if it's just silence and I can't do anything with it, like uh, owl, right? It's not great. But if it can do something else, if it is more flexible. Um, and if the meta matches it, you know, we had metas in which Silent Librarian was very good, right? And because it was tradable as well, you're like, oh, okay, like I can always turn this into something else. Um, but this card, we're just seeing a meta in which, like, it's always good. Starting from turn six, you always, if you're facing a Death Knight, if you're facing a Paladin, you will always have something to silence such that it is going to always be bigger than the two mana um, mm-hmm. that you spend for it. Like, always, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't think into that deep of, uh, of uh, the matchups. But yeah, that's, that's those are the targets, and they are everywhere, and they're the games that you care about. So yeah, so Coroner, draft it at, at least a B, if not a B plus, um, rather than the C that we told you. And uh, the other uh, neutral card uh, that we rated too low is Incorporal Corporal, which we also rated a C. And this is the 2-mana 5-5 five five that uh, dies whenever you attack anything. Uh, and we rated it a C. And, uh, you know, we thought it was good. We thought it was, like, a controllable snipe with one extra damage. Like, it's, it's you know, it's, it's good. Um, but it's really good. This card is, like, a B plus. I've been locked out of the board so hard by this card. Because it trades up with almost anything that you put out there. And if it's going to trade down... You just don't attack with it. You just let it stay there until eventually you kill their 4-drop. Like, so this card, actually, in a weird way, is a lot like... Uh, what's that, um... Why am I, why am I blanking on this card? It's the 2-mana uh, uh, one that rushes and is a 3-5. And it's off the board for 2 turns. Oh, the dormant one? Yeah, yeah, the dormant one. Biofiend? Vi- uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Biofiend. That's right. Um, so yeah, so in a weird way, it functions kind of like Biofiend in that you play it. This one isn't dormant, but your opponent's not going to... Like, if your opponent spends enough stuff to remove something of 5 health that you played on turn 2 as a 2-drop, you've already gotten value, right? So it's effectively dormant. And then it pops out whenever you want it to and deals 5 damage and dies, rather than that one which deals 3 damage and lives. Um, so it's like a weird, weird Vilefin kind of thing. I and mean, we all know how much better Vilefiend was than one we expected. Uh, so, you know, maybe maybe I haven't learned my lesson. <laughs> and, uh, and two, just how good it is, period. So Incorporal Corporal um, is definitely at least a B, if not a B plus, And we rated a C. So those are the two that I think we missed. Um, the, the ones at the top are all, like, the power cards are all what you would think. Vizier is absurd. 
Um, Silvermoon Sentinel and Silvermoon Armor are holding their own win rate wise uh, for as A tier cards, low A tier cards, like we said. Um, I think that was really funny too with Silvermoon Sentinel and Silvermoon Armor because they started out with a much lower win rate and their win rate has been slowly creeping up as people figure out how to freaking use these. As people realize you don't always have to hold them and you, you know, you can play them. Um, so that part it's was the interesting ooze effect. to me. Yeah, except people are actually learning, whereas I'm pretty sure people still have not learned about ooze. Well, I mean, the people who are playing Arena at this stage, you know, Arena mm. in late 2022, I don't know how, how many actual newbies we have left. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, and then uh, the other big ones are the uh, Epics, Enchanter, Hawkstrider, Rancher. Those are all performing super well as well. And... Um, the on the legendary side, Al, 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 Alistair is um, we may have underrated it. We rated it A plus, and I just lose to it every time I see it. And whenever I play it, I've lost while playing it though. So I don't know. Maybe we, we probably rated it right A plus. Maybe a very low S. Would have won if it um, was Pyros. Back in the day, if it was Pyros, yeah, you just win card advantage here. I don't know. You're, you're probably facing a Death Knight, so uh, I don't know. Death Knights could do a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. Um, so anyway, those are the the kind of neutral cards um, on the Death Knight side. The big things that I realized that we missed on is this whole series of cards, and they're all green, and they're all green, including both of the ones that are three green. Plague Grain and Grave Strength, which we I think we both rated a D on both, and they are actually very good. Um, we missed because we did not properly factor in the synergy, and we said we weren't factoring in the synergy properly as we were rating these cards, and uh, it's come back to bite us uh, in that Plague Grain's a good card, Grave Strength is a great card, um, Stitch Giant we rated a D, and that is absurdly good. It's one of the best cards, actually. That's <laughs> like the biggest miss we've probably like ever had. Uh, and all of this comes back to the fact that the green stuff, if you get a lot of green runes, uh, the unholy runes in Death Knight, they give you a lot of bodies and you get to use those bodies. Uh, and, uh, and that kind of synergy runs through the draft. If you take Plague Grain at 3G, you are going to have stuff to do with bodies. And it generates bodies. So the generated bodies have a ton more value than they do in a non-green deck. Or like if uh, if you pick this card as like the final card. But you would never pick this card as the final card if you didn't have anything to do with it. So this is kind of like... I'm using an Excel spreadsheet to, to do these now. There's no algorithm. Um, and if there were an algorithm, I would have to program the... Or I would have to, you know... Uh, figure out the rune system and how that works with it uh but without that these were all off so all the stuff that was greens and relates to generating corpses or using corpses or something to do with green synergies they're all off um anti-magic show we rated super low because it's a really crap card i don't know why it's performing decently i just wanted to flag it anti-magic show is three mana give all your minis plus one plus one and cannot be targeted by spells or uh, hero power uh, that's that's doing pretty damn well. It it shouldn't be. I still don't really understand that one. Um, but but wanted to flag it. Um, okay. I don't know. Maybe it'll come down. Once once again, um, 
if you're facing a lot of other death knights, death knights target your minions a lot with spells. That that is a thing. Okay, but but they also have weapons. No, they have weapons, but like And okay, they have rush minions. If you think about your Death Knight versus Death Knight matchup, right? Pretty high percentage of them clearing your board is not really them establishing minions. It is them playing spells. I understand there's AoE which is not targeted, but there's a lot mm -hmm. of targeted spells as well. And then you actually take away quite a lot from the opposing D, uh, Death Knight. I, I say Demon Hunter. From the opposing uh, Death Knight by doing the anti-magic shell. Mm. Okay. Maybe. I mean, I, I have no explanation for it, so that's, I mean, I'm, that's I'm not a better saying it's explanation like a, a, than I have. It's an amazing card, right? But it's like, here's why it's not trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the other card that we rated, I don't know, that one's actually rated not that off from where it is, but let's, let's go to the one that people keep bringing up. This is probably the one that gets brought up the most, which is Malignant Horror. Malignant Horror is brought up a lot because it is a Death Knight card that has no runes. So every single Death Knight gets offered it a lot, which means you see it a lot. And if you don't have other cards that use your corpses... Malignant Horror will use all your corpses. This is the 4 mana 2-4 uh, Reborn that says uh, summon a copy of it if uh, you can use 5 corpses at the end of your turn. So, it's usually not the best 4 drop unless you're synergized with it. But after that, whenever you get some corpses, it can snowball out of control or it's just like pretty damn good value. No taunts or anything. Um, and that gets brought up a lot. Not because we rated it wrong, but because people somehow think this is like an S-tier card or something. Like, I think people have such PTSD from Malignant Horror, and I understand because I have PTSD from Malignant Horror. But they have such... They have been destroyed by this card so often because it clearly is a very snowball-y card where you either get decent value from it or you get amazing game-winning value from it. That they think that this card is really, 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 really good. Win rate wise, this card is just regular good. So we rated it a B. And this card is maybe a B plus. Like we are not off on this. The win rates, it has a win rate of what a B plus card would be. And we rated it a B. That is... That is not significantly off at all. But I don't think anybody listening to this would think about this card and say, oh yeah, the win rate for this card for 4.5 win players is around a B plus. I think everyone would be like, it's at least an A, probably an A plus, maybe an S. And that's just not the reality. So this is one in which I seriously think we were not, we were a tiny bit off, if that. And... Uh, and we were a tiny bit off for the... Compared to the other G ones that like generate corpses and use corpses and whatever, we were actually not off on this by much at all. Uh, for, for a corpse-using card, this is actually one of the ones in which we were less than off... Less, than, less off than on average. Uh, given, given the whole tilt kind of got away from us on, on this whole mega synergy kind of thing with, with greens. Um, and the win rates reflect that because it is offered in every class, and every class does take it, but it would work better if you had a whole bunch of Gs. Um, 
So yeah. So kind of think a little more openly about malignant horror in your drafts. Meaning, don't draft it that much. Like, still draft a lot. It's a B, B-plus card. Uh, those should be drafted more often than not. But just know that you will often, not most of the time, but you will often have better options than your other two cards. Um, unless you happen to really synergize, your deck happens to really synergize well with a malignant horror. Alright, that's... That's my uh, my uh, card review of our of our rankings. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. That is uh, that is indeed the meta, and we we will see how it uh, plays out in terms of changes. Have we basically heard anything from Matt London on Twitter or because they usually. I mean, I'm not saying they give, like, tons of information, but have they said anything about, like, our changes uh, coming? I don't think so. I don't think they've said anything. No. Um, changes have to be coming at some point, because this is silly. This meta is, like, basically unplayable Oh, if you don't retire decks. And if you do retire decks, this is a very, very expensive meta to play in. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Um, yeah, but they, they haven't said anything about when the next update is. Uh or what they're going to do with it. We do know that I think there's a patch coming in two weeks or something, or like a week and a half maybe, uh, like a, a big patch that has to do with Destructed and everything and that. Oh, oh, we almost forgot a big news. Um, they nerfed Sire. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yes, that's- Sire's not in the arena that, anymore. That's definitely what is on top of everyone's mind, Sire. Right um, now, in current meta, yes. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how nobody thinks about Sire anymore well, after yeah, it being well, on the tip of everybody's tongue forever? Well, yeah, because it's not... I mean, it's literally not relevant right now. <laughs> like, it's it's just not relevant at all. Um, uh, but yes, it is nerfed. Congratulations. Okay. We did it. So, so yeah, we, we, we finally did it. Um, Sire got nerfed. Uh, but, yeah, uh, looking forward on that big patch that'll probably tweak around some... Uh, some cards for constructive purposes. Uh, maybe that's when the arena update's going to happen. We always hope it happens sooner, but I just don't know what they're going to do with it. Because if, even if, they're co if th their solution is something like, oh, okay, Death Knights only, that takes time to program and test and make sure it's not super buggy and breaks everything. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think this could be one of those times in which they are actually just frozen and their normal set of tools they know won't work. So like I said before, my prediction is that they will fake it, right? They'll say like, hey, we adjusted arena offering rates to, you know, have better class balance. And they know it won't work. And they don't go too hard with it. And it doesn't work. But they've done something, right? Um, so I don't know when they're going to do that move. But I imagine that move is coming. The actual fix... I don't know. I don't even know if it's going to happen in the one and a half week from now. Big, uh, not big, well, relatively big, a balance patch. I don't even think it's going to happen there. I don't know when it'll happen. I hope it happens immediately. This has to be, like, I know Arena is not at the top of the devs uh, list for stuff. But when you look at 62% win rate for Death Knight and 35% win rate for uh, Warrior, you've got to elevate that as a concern. 
Like, the arena is basically unplayable without retiring decks right now. Um, so, hopefully they do something about Like, something real about it. Not the... Not the fake move that I think they're going to do because they can't do anything else fast. But hopefully, the actual solution will come pretty fast. It's not going to happen next week. Like, the actual solution. At, at earliest, it's going to happen the week after next week. So that people can go into the holidays with a functioning arena system. Like, I feel like that has to be one of their goals. That before they all go on vacation... Um, so, so next Tuesday or Wednesday, I think it's the Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, whenever they do that big patch, that's going to be the last patch or hotfix that you see for like three weeks. Because this is what Blizzard does. We've seen this happen before every single year. Nothing happens between a few days before Christmas and like a week and a half after New Year's. Um, so if it's not done in a week and a half, you're just looking at this. For a long time. Yep. Great. Yay. Okay. That's it for this week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's it for this week. Um, fingers crossed something happens. Um, but I wouldn't get my hopes up that it fixes anything. Uh, until next week. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll still talk about it, and we'll we'll play. Well, I don't know. Uh, Murps isn't going to play more probably, but I will continue playing a little uh, in the arena, and uh, and and seeing what happens. Uh, you can check out the arena coop, which we're doing after the this uh, this podcast uh, for our first run, which may be death night, but probably won't be death night um, because again, you only have three shots at it out of eleven classes now, so it's not that high of a chance. All right. Until next week, this is Adwicta. Enjoying the Light Forge? For the full rundown on Hearthstone Arena draft strategy, card review, and arena gameplay, follow us on YouTube, Twitter, or twitch.tv at ADWCTA. Support the podcast by sharing us with your friends and family, or become a patron at patreon.com slash grinning goat. Thank you for tuning in, and see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>